What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Hey everybody and welcome back to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. I'm your host BJ Sight. I'm a Christian, a preacher, a husband, and a father. In this podcast, we take everyday, ordinary events and explore how they can teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm so glad that you've joined me for this episode. Now let's open up our minds, our hearts, and our Bibles together. From time to time, I enjoy watching different surveys that are posted on different YouTube channels. In these surveys, someone with a microphone will walk around a populous place like a campus, a river walk, or in a downtown area and ask different people the same question to record their responses. Sometimes the purpose of the survey is to test the knowledge of the general public, such as trivia about presidents, capitals, or historic events. Sometimes the purpose of the survey is simply inquisitive to get feedback on what would you do if, and then you can fill in the blank with any kind of question. Well, there was one recently that caught my attention, because the question was this, what would you do if you only had 24 hours left to live? I thought this was a fantastic question. It kind of reminded me of that old Tim McGraw song entitled, Live Like You Were Dying. However, the kind of answers that I heard were not at all what I was expecting. You see, for me, I started thinking about how I might answer this question. Obviously, I would spend my day with my wife and with my children, all together as a family. I would spend every minute reminding them how much I love them and cherish them. I wouldn't be playing games on my phone or doing things that were of little importance. I would pray together with them and reinforce to my daughter and my son to grow in their love for God and in their love for others. I would call my parents and my brother, as well as others in my family, and say the same things. It really wouldn't matter what I was doing, but I know that every second of my day would be spent intentionally to do the most important things. However, when I tuned in to listen to the different answers to this particular question, I was not prepared to hear the shallow and sad answers that were given back. One young man spoke up and said, I'd probably go do a ton of drugs and just try to sleep with as many girls as I could. <laughs> I about spit my coffee out of my mouth. Really? This is what you would fill your last 24 hours with unfiltered and unrestricted pursuit of your fleshly lusts. Another young lady answered something to the same effect and said, I don't know, probably get super drunk and throw a huge party, and whatever happens, happens. It wouldn't matter the next day. Over and over again, I heard answers to this effect. I'd get intoxicated. I'd go nuts. I'd sleep with whomever or do whatever I wanted. Not one time did I hear someone mention faith, family, or even close friendships. 
I sat back in my chair and was puzzled by this, and I put my thinking cap on for a minute. Why would they fill their very last few moments of their life with such pursuits? The only answer really is that these things were the things that they valued the most or thought made life worth living. And maybe that's unfair. Maybe they answered in jest because it was merely a theoretical question, though I didn't necessarily find their answers funny at all. But what if it was not a theoretical question? What if it were actually true, that you only had 24 hours left to live? What would you fill that time with? Would you finally forgive that person that you've been holding a grudge against for years? Would you finally tell the truth to your family about something you've kept secret from them? Would you finally donate to that cause that you've been putting off for those in need? Who would you call? How would you spend your time? What would you eat? I think your answers to this question would ultimately demonstrate what it is that you find most important about living. Well, my friends, Let me fill you in on a little secret that is truly no secret at all. Every single day may very well be your last day. Consider the following passages. One is from the book of Proverbs, and another is from the book of James. First, we find in Proverbs chapter 27 and in verse 1, Don't boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what the day may bring. Second, we see in James chapter 4, verses 13 through 15, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow, we will travel to such and such a city and spend a year there and do business and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring, what your life will be. For you are like a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you should say, If the Lord wills, We will live and do this or that. In both of these passages, we understand the following truth. You are not promised tomorrow. Death shows no partiality, and it will come to all of us at any time or in any place, even when you are least expecting it. We hear stories about unexpected death every single day, don't we? about a man who steps off a sidewalk to cross the street when the light turns, only for a car to not see them because their windows were fogged up and he's struck and killed. About a woman who's on her way to pick up her kids from school, but a drunk driver turns down a one-way street and hits her head-on, ending her life instantly. About a routine outpatient procedure that went sideways, and someone who was expected at home that night would never come home again. For many of us, death has hit in this way to at least one person that we loved and held dear, and probably more. We truly don't know what tomorrow may bring, for tomorrow's headline might even detail our demise. Knowing this, what sort of lives do you think we ought to live each and every day? The Apostle Peter gives us a good answer. He writes in 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 8-13, through 13, Dear friends, don't overlook this one fact. With the Lord, one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day. The Lord does not delay His promise, as some understand delay, but is patient with you 
not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. And on that day the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will burn and be dissolved, and the earth and the works that are on it will be disclosed. Since all of these things are going to be dissolved in this way, it is clear what sort of people you should be in holy conduct and godliness as you wait for the day of God and hasten its coming. Because of that day, the heavens will be dissolved with fire and the elements will melt with heat. But based on his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. Just as death could come at any moment, so could the coming of the Lord. So why does he delay? He delays because of his great love for us. He is patient not wanting any to be lost forever, and instead gives man more time to come to him and to repent. Peter makes it clear. Understanding that death and judgment could come at any moment, the kind of things that we ought to be spending our time doing and filling our time with should be holy and godly and good, eagerly waiting as though today was our last day because it very well might be. So let me ask you, what are you filling your life with today? Potentially your last day. If they are selfish and sinful things, then put those away right off the bat. If they are time wasters, not good for building you or anyone else up, maybe you should reconsider those too. Live today like it's your last day. And if we are given another day tomorrow, then do the same. Fill it with love. Fill it with grace. Fill it with joy. Fill it with family. Fill it with truth. And above all, fill it with Jesus, who one day will come back to take his faithful home to the Father. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. And I would invite you back Tuesdays through Fridays for a brand new episode each day. If you haven't already, be sure to find us on Facebook for occasional announcements and special video sessions. If you have benefited from this podcast, please, if you're able to, be sure to share it with someone else that you think could benefit from it as well. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all, each and every day, set our minds above. I spent most of the next days looking at the x-rays and talking about the options and talking about sweet time I asked him when it sank in that this might really be the real end how's it hit you when you get that kind of news man what you do and he said I went skydiving, I went Rocky Mountain climbing, I went 2.7 seconds on a bull named Blue Mansion. And I looked deeper and I spoke sweeter and I gave forgiveness I've been denying. And he said, someday I hope you get the chance to live like
I was finally the husband And most of the time I wasn't And I became a friend a friend would like to have And all of a sudden going fishing Wasn't such an imposition And I went three times that year I lost my dad Well, I, I finally read the good book And I took a good long hard look at what I'd do if I could do it all again And then I went skydiving I went Rocky Mountain climbing I went 2.7 seconds on a bull named Fumanji And I looked deeper and I And he said, someday I hope you get the chance to live like you would die. Like tomorrow was a gift and you got eternity to think about what you do with it. What did you do with it? What did I do with it? What would I do with it? Skydiving, I went Rocky Mountain climbing, I went 2.7 seconds on a full name boom and you And I loved deeper and I spoke sweeter and I watched an eagle as it was flying And he said someday Yeah.